0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message,
0: it was just like the light bulb went off and I just like knew God is here with us.
1: AND NOW, HERE'S ANDREW. WELCOME TO OUR THURSDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY, I'M CONTINUING TO TEACH ON A SUBJECT THAT I HAVE ENTITLED, ARE YOU SATISFIED WITH JESUS? YOU KNOW, I'VE BEEN MEDITATING ON THESE SCRIPTURES FROM JOHN CHAPTER 14 FOR DECADES, AND THEY'VE BEEN SOME OF MY FAVORITE. AND RECENTLY, THIS JUST IMPACTED ME SO MUCH. I SAT DOWN, AND IN ONE DAY, I WROTE A LITTLE THING. IT'S ONLY 28 PAGES. WE PUT IT INTO A LITTLE PAMPHLET SIZE. AND THIS IS OUR GIFT TO YOU. AND I TELL YOU, THIS WOULD BE A BLESSING TO YOU. PLUS, I BELIEVE, BECAUSE IT'S SO SHORT AND CONCISE, THIS WOULD BE A GREAT WAY FOR YOU JUST TO SHARE A TRUTH WITH OTHER PEOPLE THAT that COULD MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE IN THEIR LIVES. SO WE'RE GIVING THIS AWAY AS OUR GIFT TO YOU. AND I WOULD REALLY LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO PLEASE GO TO THE EFFORT OF REQUESTING THIS TEACHING. I THINK IT'S GOING TO BE A BLESSING. I know that not everybody watches every day, but I've been teaching this in sequence. And so let me just go back and say, I'm taking this from the ministry that Jesus gave to His disciples the night before His crucifixion. And He told them not to let their heart be troubled. He talked about heaven. He says, Where I'm going, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and how can we know the way? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you had known me, you would have known the Father also. AND PHILIP SAID UNTO HIM, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER AND IT'LL SATISFY US. AND LET ME JUST... uh, LET ME TURN OVER HERE AND READ TO YOU THIS DEFINITION OF SATISFY. YOU KNOW, BECAUSE THIS ISN'T IN THE BIBLE. I HAVEN'T GOT IT MEMORIZED, BUT I'VE GOT IT WRITTEN IN THIS LITTLE PAMPHLET. THE WORD SATISFY MEANS TO MEET THE EXPECTATIONS, NEEDS, OR DESIRES OF SOMEONE. PHILIP WAS SAYING, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER AND IT'LL BE SATISFIED. WITHOUT HIM, REALIZING IT, HE'S SAYING, JESUS, YOU DON'T SATISFY. BUT IF WE COULD SEE THE FATHER, WE'D BE SATISFIED. THAT'S A TERRIBLE THING. AND YET, SAD TO SAY, I BELIEVE THAT MOST OF US, IF WE WOULD BE HONEST, WE AREN'T COMPLETELY SATISFIED. WE DON'T FEEL LIKE THAT THE LORD HAS COMPLETELY met OUR EXPECTATIONS, NEEDS, OR DESIRES. NOW, I KNOW THAT MOST PEOPLE WOULDN'T SAY THAT OUT AND OUT, BUT THAT'S THE TRUTH. THEY, they FEEL LIKE THEY NEED SOMETHING MORE. They have to have all of these external things. We become codependent code upon our friends, codependent code upon all of our sports and our uh, things that we do for, uh, you know, relaxation and stuff. And our life isn't centered and focused on Jesus. And I believe that some of this pandemic stuff that we've gone through has brought these things to the surface. And there's Christians that have been depressed and discouraged because they've had to stay at home. There's people that are <laughs> THERE'S PEOPLE THAT ARE ACTUALLY HAVING MARITAL PROBLEMS BECAUSE THE PERSON THAT THEY HAVE COMMITTED TO LIVING WITH FOR THE REST OF THEIR LIFE, WHEN THEY ACTUALLY HAVE TO STAY WITH THEM AND THEY CAN'T GET OUT AND LEAVE AND GO TO WORK AND TRAVEL AND DO THINGS, ALL OF A SUDDEN THEIR MARRIAGE IS STRESSED. YOU KNOW WHAT THAT DOES? THAT SHOWS THAT YOUR MARRIAGE WASN'T IN GOOD SHAPE TO START WITH. MAN, I, JAMIE AND I HAVE LOVED BEING AT HOME TOGETHER AND IT HAS BEEN GREAT. IF... IF YOU DON'T ENJOY BEING WITH YOUR MATE, uh, THAT'S... THAT'S REVEALING A PROBLEM. And, and YOU CAN RESPOND TO THAT IN ONE WAY. YOU CAN GET NEGATIVE WITH IT AND WIND UP SAYING, MAN, I DON'T WANT TO BE WITH THIS PERSON ALL THE TIME. OR YOU CAN SIT THERE AND SAY, MAN, SOMETHING NEEDS TO CHANGE. THIS IS THE PERSON THAT I'M SUPPOSED TO BE COMMITTED TO FOR LIFE. WE NEED TO WORK ON THIS RELATIONSHIP. SO ANYWAY, THE WORD SATISFY MEANS TO MEET THE EXPECTATION, NEEDS, OR DESIRES OF SOMEONE. FULFILL A DESIRE OR NEED. PROVIDE SOMEONE WITH ADEQUATE INFORMATION OR PROOF SO THAT THEY ARE convinced ABOUT SOMETHING. SO PHILIP SAID, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER AND IT'LL SATISFY US. WE AREN'T SATISFIED WITH YOU, BUT WE WOULD BE SATISFIED IF WE COULD SEE THE FATHER. IF JESUS DOESN'T SATISFY YOU, IT'S NOT BECAUSE JESUS IS AT FAULT. IT'S NOT BECAUSE HE IS NOT ALL THAT WE NEED. IT'S BECAUSE WE ARE NOT APPROPRIATING EVERYTHING. AND THE BIGGEST HINDRANCE, THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN DEALING WITH THE LAST DAY OR TWO, IS THAT JESUS' PHYSICAL BODY WAS A HINDRANCE TO THESE DISCIPLES SEEING WHO HE WAS. AND I USE THIS ILLUSTRATION. I THINK IT'S A GREAT ILLUSTRATION THAT, YOU KNOW, YOU COULD SEE... I DRIVE A WHITE FORD uh, F-150 PICKUP, AND THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT KNOW ME WHEN THEY SEE MY VEHICLE AND IF I WAS TO DRIVE UP AT THEIR HOME AND IF THEY SAW THAT VEHICLE, THEY'D SAY, OH, ANDREW'S HERE. AND SO they GET OUT. BUT THEN, WHEN I GET OUT OF THE PICKUP, THEY SHOULD TALK TO ME, NOT TO THE PICKUP. THE PICKUP IS JUST THE VEHICLE THAT I USE TO GET AROUND IN. IT IS NOT ME. AND IT'S it's CRITICAL TO ME. IT HELPS ME. MAN, I WOULD... MY LIFESTYLE WOULD HAVE TO CHANGE DRAMATICALLY IF I DID NOT HAVE... SOME MODE OF TRANSPORTATION. SO I'M NOT SAYING THAT THE VEHICLE ISN'T IMPORTANT. I'M NOT SAYING THAT OUR BODY ISN'T IMPORTANT, BUT OUR BODY IS JUST LIKE A VEHICLE THAT WE GET AROUND IN. AND IF YOU WERE TO SEE MY VEHICLE DRIVE UP AND THEN YOU GO OUT AND TALK TO THE VEHICLE AND HUG THE VEHICLE, SOMETHING'S WRONG WITH YOU. THAT'S JUST THE VEHICLE THAT YOU GET AROUND IN. THIS BODY IS JUST OUR EARTH SUIT. THAT ALLOWS US TO EXIST IN THIS PHYSICAL REALM. BUT THIS BODY IS NOT THE REAL ME. THE REAL ME IS A SPIRITUAL BEING. AND THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID THIS OVER IN 2 CORINTHIANS, CHAPTER 5, AND IN VERSE 16, HE SAYS, WHEREFORE, HENCEFORTH KNOW WE NO MAN AFTER THE FLESH. YEA, THOUGH WE HAVE KNOWN CHRIST AFTER THE FLESH, YET NOW HENCEFORTH KNOW WE HIM NO MORE. THIS IS SPEAKING ABOUT THAT AT ONE TIME, THE APOSTLE PAUL HAD SEEN JESUS. HE KNEW HIS PHYSICAL BODY. THESE DISCIPLES COULD HAVE TOLD YOU HOW TALL HE WAS, WHAT HE LOOKED LIKE, HIS HAIR COLOR, HIS EYE COLOR, HIS MANNERISMS, HIS FACIAL FEATURES. THEY KNEW THE VEHICLE THAT HE GOT AROUND IN, BUT THEY DIDN'T REALLY KNOW JESUS. AND THIS IS WHAT JESUS WAS SAYING WHEN THOMAS... OR, EXCUSE ME, WHEN PHILIP SAID, LORD, SHOW US THE FATHER and and WE'LL BE SATISFIED THE REASON THEY DIDN'T REALLY KNOW WHO JESUS WAS WAS BECAUSE OF THAT PHYSICAL BODY. JESUS' PHYSICAL BODY WAS SINLESS. IT WAS PURE, BUT IT WAS HUMAN. IT WAS NATURAL. ISAIAH SAID THAT WHEN WE SEE HIM, THERE'S NO BEAUTY IN HIM. LET ME JUST TURN OVER AND READ A COUPLE OF THESE VERSES FROM ISAIAH. AND IN CHAPTER 53, Isaiah chapter 53, man, if I had time, I could go back into chapter 52 and it talks about that his body was brutalized so that he didn't even look human when he hung on the cross. In chapter 53, it says, Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. This is absolutely amazing to me. This is talking about Jesus, about his physical body. Now, again, it was sinless, it was pure, he was the perfect sacrifice, but it was human. It wasn't sinful human, but it was human. It was natural. And Isaiah said that he hath no form nor comeliness. The word comeliness is talking about beauty. AND WHEN WE SEE HIM, THERE IS NO BEAUTY THAT WE SHOULD DESIRE HIM. JESUS WASN'T A DESIRABLE PERSON. NOW, I DON'T BELIEVE HE WAS UGLY. I DON'T BELIEVE HE WAS UNDESIRABLE. IT JUST SAID THERE WAS NOTHING SPECIAL ABOUT HIM. THIS AMAZES ME. YOU KNOW, YOU AND I, BECAUSE WE ARE SO SELF-CENTERED, BECAUSE WE WANT THE ACCLAIM OF PEOPLE, BECAUSE WE ARE ALWAYS WANTING TO BE ADMIRED AND PEOPLE THINK THE BEST OF US, if somehow or another we were God, and if we decided to become a man and offer our body as a sacrifice for sin, if I had done that, I guarantee you, I would not have been a person that there was no beauty in them, there was no form, there was no comeliness, and when when you saw me, you wouldn't have desired me. No, if that if that would have been me, I'd have been the biggest, the strongest person. Man, I'd have made Hercules look like nothing in comparison. I'd I'd have been USDA choice flesh. If I would have been God and chose to become man, I would have been a, an awesome specimen. You know, again, going back to this analogy that the real us is the spiritual being and our body is just like a vehicle. It's what we get around in. Most of us, we would choose to have, I don't know, whatever you think the, the greatest car is, a DeLorean or a Rolls Royce or, you know, something. We would, we would have these fancy cars. Jesus just came in a, you know, an old, I don't know what you, what you consider to be just an, a minimal car. It wouldn't have been a bad car, but it, he didn't have a special car. It wasn't something that just made people ooh and ah as he passed by AND THAT REASON... THAT IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT HIS DISCIPLES DIDN'T REALLY KNOW WHO HE WAS AND THAT THEY WEREN'T SATISFIED WITH HIM BECAUSE THEY WERE CARNAL. AND THEY WERE ONLY LOOKING IN THE NATURAL, PHYSICAL REALM. THEY WERE TRYING TO KNOW JESUS NATURALLY. AND THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS BROADCAST THAT YOU THINK, OH, IF I COULD HAVE BEEN ONE OF THE DISCIPLES, AND IF I COULD HAVE SEEN HIM, IF I COULD HAVE FELT HIM, IF I COULD HAVE HEARD HIS VOICE, IF I COULD HAVE SEEN WITH MY PHYSICAL EYES HIM RAISING Jairus's DAUGHTER FROM THE DEAD AND LAZARUS FROM THE DEAD, THEN I WOULD HAVE BEEN A BELIEVER. YOU KNOW WHAT YOU'RE SAYING IS THAT IF YOU COULD HAVE CONTACTED JESUS IN SOME CARNAL, PHYSICAL, NATURAL WAY, THEN YOU WOULD HAVE BELIEVED. YOU'RE MISSING THE POINT THAT FAITH DOESN'T COME FROM THE NATURAL REALM. IT COMES FROM THE SPIRIT BEING. IT SAYS IN ROMANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 17, SO THEN FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. DID YOU KNOW THAT THE WORD OF GOD... JESUS SAID IN JOHN CHAPTER 6, VERSE 63, IT'S THE SPIRIT THAT QUICKENS, MAKES ALIVE. THE FLESH PROFITETH NOTHING. THE WORDS THAT I SPEAK UNTO YOU, THEY ARE SPIRIT AND THEY ARE LIFE. THIS WORD, it it HAS A PHYSICAL THING. WHAT I'M THUMBING THROUGH RIGHT NOW, THIS IS A PHYSICAL BOOK, BUT THE WORDS ARE SPIRITUAL. THEY ARE SPIRIT AND THEY ARE LIFE. THIS IS NOT LIKE ANY OTHER BOOK. THERE'S BEEN BOOKS WRITTEN THAT HAVE IMPACTED HUMANITY AND STUFF, BUT THERE IS NO BOOK LIKE THE BIBLE BECAUSE IT IS SPIRIT AND IT IS TRUTH. THERE IS A SPIRITUAL POWER BEHIND THIS BOOK THAT ISN'T LIKE ANY OTHER BOOK THAT HAS EVER BEEN WRITTEN, AND YOU CAN KNOW GOD BY THE SPIRIT OF THIS BOOK. IT SAYS IN JOHN, CHAPTER 1, IN THE BEGINNING WAS THE WORD, AND THE WORD WAS... MADE FLESH AND DWELT AMONG US, AND WE BEHELD HIS GLORY, THE GLORY AS OF THE ONLY BEGOTTEN OF THE FATHER, THAT THE WORD WAS GOD. Jesus and the Word are in agreement, not just the physical page. I believe that the physical book is inspired. But it the Word of God is not just physical. It's actually a spiritual. It's a living thing. It's alive and it's fresh. AND YOU CAN KNOW JESUS THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD IN A WAY THAT HIS DISCIPLES COULDN'T, AND ONE OF THE MAIN REASONS IS BECAUSE THEY HAD TO DEAL WITH HIS PHYSICAL BODY. THEY WERE SEEING HIM IN THE NATURAL REALM, IN THE PHYSICAL REALM. AND THAT PHYSICAL BODY, EVEN THOUGH IT WAS SINLESS, IT WAS SO NATURAL THAT THERE WAS NO BEAUTY, THERE WAS NOTHING TO BE DESIRED, AND THEY HAD THE DISADVANTAGE OF SEEING HIM. IN THE NATURAL REALM. AND IT WAS HARD FOR THEM TO BELIEVE THAT THIS PHYSICAL PERSON WHO'S TIRED, WHO'S HUNGRY, WHO'S DIRTY... AND I DON'T MEAN THIS WITH ANY DISRESPECT, BUT JESUS WASN'T ABLE TO TAKE A BATH EVERY DAY. HE DIDN'T LIVE IN HOTELS. HE DIDN'T TRAVEL IN PRISTINE CONDITIONS. HE TRAVELLED IN THE HOT JUDEAN SUN. HE GOT HOT AND SWEATY, AND I GUARANTEE YOU, THERE WAS TIME... AND HE DIDN'T CHANGE HIS ROBE EVERY SINGLE DAY. There, YOU COULD SMELL HIM COMING. Amen. I DON'T MEAN ANY DISRESPECT, BUT I MEAN WHEN YOU'RE LOOKING AT JESUS AND YOU SEE ALL OF THESE NATURAL THINGS, IT WAS HARD FOR THEM TO BELIEVE THIS IS GOD. THIS IS THE ONE WHO CREATED THE HEAVENS AND THE EARTH, AND YET HE'S TIRED. HE HAS TO GO TO SLEEP. HE'S HUNGRY. HE HAS TO EAT. YOU KNOW, I SAW THIS MOVIE ONE TIME, AND I'M NOT RECOMMENDING THE MOVIE, BUT I THINK THE TITLE OF IT WAS the gods must be crazy. And it was about like a remote African tribe that uh, anyway, some white guys came and because they had this technology and these gadgets that they had never seen before, they worshiped them as gods and the white guys took advantage of it. AND, uh, YOU KNOW, WERE PROCLAIMING THEMSELVES TO BE GOD. SO THEY WERE GETTING THE ROYAL TREATMENT AND STUFF. BUT FINALLY THEY SAW ONE OF THESE WHITE GUYS GO OUT AND HAVE TO RELIEVE HIMSELF, GO TO THE BATHROOM. AND WHEN THEY SAW HIM, THAT HE WAS HUMAN AND HAD TO DO THIS, THEY REALIZED THEY WERE NOT GOD'S. THEY WERE JUST PEOPLE. AND, YOU KNOW, IN A SENSE, IT'S LIKE THAT WITH JESUS, THAT THE PEOPLE WHO PHYSICALLY, HAD TO DEAL WITH HIS PHYSICAL BODY. IT WAS A hindrance TO THEM TO BELIEVE THAT THIS IS GOD. BUT TODAY, WE'RE ACTUALLY BETTER OFF. WE CAN KNOW GOD THROUGH THE SPIRIT. THE HOLY SPIRIT, THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD, REVEALS HIM TO US IN A WAY THAT HIS DISCIPLES COULDN'T SEE. YOU KNOW, THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID, WE KNEW HIM AFTER THE FLESH AT ONE TIME. IN OTHER WORDS, HE COULD HAVE TOLD YOU WHO HE WAS, PICKED HIM OUT OF A CROWD. HE SAW HIM. HE RECOGNIZED HIS PHYSICAL FEATURES BUT HE DIDN'T KNOW WHO JESUS REALLY WAS. HE SAYS, BUT NOW WE DON'T KNOW HIM THAT WAY ANYMORE. NOW WE HAVE TO KNOW HIM THROUGH THE SPIRIT. AND YOU AND I CAN ACTUALLY KNOW GOD AND HAVE A GREATER FELLOWSHIP WITH JESUS, HIS TRUE PERSON, THAN THE DISCIPLES DID. AND THIS IS A BRAND NEW WRINKLE IN MOST PEOPLE'S BRAINS. MOST PEOPLE THINK, WHAT ARE YOU SAYING? MOST PEOPLE WOULD GIVE ANYTHING TO HAVE SOME PHYSICAL MANIFESTATION, TO SEE AN ANGEL APPEAR, TO HAVE A PHYSICAL FEELING. MATTER OF FACT, MOST CHRISTIANS, THIS IS WHAT THEY'RE SEARCHING FOR. AND I'M GOING TO SAY SOME THINGS HERE THAT MAY uh, LOOK LIKE I'M PUTTING OTHER PEOPLE DOWN. I'M NOT, BUT I'M SAYING THAT THIS ISN'T GOD'S BEST. BUT SO MUCH OF OUR CHRISTIAN SONGS ARE ABOUT, YOU KNOW, JUST... GOD, I'M DESPERATE TO EXPERIENCE YOU. OH, GOD, I NEED TO FEEL YOU. GOD, I WANT TO... I WANT TO SEE YOUR GLORY and ALL OF THESE THINGS. AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT WE REJECT ANY WAY THAT GOD WANTS TO MANIFEST HIMSELF TO US. THERE ARE DEFINITELY EXAMPLES IN SCRIPTURE, AND I BELIEVE IT STILL HAPPENS TODAY, THAT PEOPLE SEE JESUS. THEY HEAR AUDIBLE THINGS. I'M NOT SAYING THAT THOSE THINGS ARE COMPLETELY WRONG, BUT I'M SAYING THAT THAT IS INFERIOR to knowing Jesus through the Spirit. When you are wanting to, you know, when you're saying, Oh God, I'm desperate for you. Oh God, I'm hungry for you. Let me, let me just share some things with you here. John chapter 4, this is where Jesus ministered to the woman at the well. And uh, anyway, I don't want to take time to go through this whole thing, I could spend the whole program. TEACHING ON THIS, BUT IN JOHN, CHAPTER 4, HE WAS SPEAKING TO THE WOMAN AT THE WELL, and, and, um uh, he, HE ASKED HER FOR SOME WATER, AND SHE SAYS, HOW IS IT THAT YOU, BEING A JEW, ASK ME, A SAMARITAN WOMAN, FOR WATER? BECAUSE THE JEWS AND SAMARITANS DIDN'T TALK TO EACH OTHER. AND ANYWAY, JESUS ANSWERED AND SAID UNTO HER, uh, WHOSOEVER DRINKETH OF THIS WATER SHALL THIRST AGAIN. TALKING ABOUT JUST NATURAL WATER. BUT WHOSOEVER DRINKETH THE WATER THAT I SHALL GIVE HIM SHALL NEVER THIRST, BUT THE WATER THAT I GIVE HIM SHALL BE IN HIM A WELL OF WATER SPRINGING UP UNTO EVERLASTING LIFE. JESUS SAID... AND HE WASN'T TALKING ABOUT PHYSICAL WATER HERE. HE WAS TALKING ABOUT... YOU KNOW, IN JOHN CHAPTER 7, JESUS, UH, SPOKE, uh, THAT OUT OF THEIR BELLY SHALL FLOW RIVERS. OF LIVING WATER. AND THEN THE NEXT VERSE SAYS, THIS SPAKE HE OF THE SPIRIT, WHICH THEY THAT BELIEVED UPON HIM WOULD RECEIVE. AND SO WHEN HE WAS SPEAKING OF WHOEVER DRINKS OF ME WILL NEVER THIRST AGAIN... HE WASN'T TALKING ABOUT PHYSICALLY YOU NEVER NEEDING TO TAKE A DRINK. HE WAS TALKING ABOUT SPIRITUALLY THAT YOU WILL BE SO SATISFIED THAT YOU WILL NEVER WANT ANYTHING ELSE. YOU'LL NEVER HAVE ANOTHER NEED. THAT JESUS WILL SATISFY EVERY LONGING THAT YOU'LL EVER HAVE. AND YET THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN, OH, GOD, I'M HUNGRY. OH, GOD, I'M THIRSTY. OH, GOD, I'M JUST DESPERATE FOR YOU. OH, GOD, TOUCH ME. AND ON THE SURFACE, THAT LOOKS GOOD. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT THEY'RE SAYING? THAT THEY AREN'T. UH, DOING WHAT JESUS SAID. THEY ARE HUNGRY, THEY'RE THIRSTY, AND THEY'RE GLORIFYING IT AND TALKING ABOUT, OH, GOD, I JUST NEED TO FEEL YOU. I NEED TO HAVE YOU TOUCH ME. AND ON THE SURFACE, MANY OF YOU ARE NOT GOING TO UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT, WHAT YOU'RE SAYING IS, JESUS, I'M NOT SATISFIED WITH YOU. I AM STILL HUNGRY. I AM STILL THIRSTY. YOU SAID I WOULD NEVER HUNGER. I'D NEVER THIRST AGAIN. BUT NO, YOU'RE WRONG. I AM HUNGRY AND THIRSTY. ALL YOU'RE DOING IS DESCRIBING WHAT'S IN THE NATURAL. YOU KNOW, WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD, AND IN THIS FALLEN WORLD, THERE ARE BAD THINGS THAT HAPPEN LIKE PANDEMICS, LIKE PEOPLE BEING LAID OFF FROM WORK, LIKE SICKNESS, DISEASE, AND ON AND ON. THERE'S ALL OF THESE THINGS, AND IF YOU LET IT, THIS WILL TAKE YOUR ATTENTION AWAY FROM JESUS. YOU'LL LISTEN TO THE FEAR THAT THE WORLD IS TALKING ABOUT, AND IT WILL TAKE AWAY YOUR PEACE AND THINGS LIKE THIS. BUT IF YOU KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON THE LORD, ISAIAH 26, 3 SAYS, THE LORD WILL KEEP HIM IN PERFECT PEACE WHOSE MIND IS STAYED UPON HIM BECAUSE HE trusts IN HIM EXCEPT DURING PANDEMICS. Oh, excuse me, that wasn't part of that, Isaiah 26.3. It didn't give any exemptions except when you lose your job and you don't know where your next meal is coming from, except when your children have gone off the rails and things are going wrong, except when your marriage is falling apart. No, it doesn't put any exceptions on it. THE LORD WILL KEEP YOU IN PERFECT PEACE IF YOUR MIND IS STAYED UPON HIM. AND IF YOU ARE LIVING BY THE SPIRIT, YOU CAN BE HAVING JOY AND PEACE FLOW THROUGH YOU EVEN THOUGH EVERYTHING IN THE NATURAL IS LITERALLY FALLING APART. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME OF YOU THAT DISAGREE AND SAY, OH, I, I DON'T AGREE WITH THAT. AGAIN, THAT'S... I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT THAT'S BECAUSE YOU'RE CARNAL. THAT'S BECAUSE YOU ARE TRYING TO EXPERIENCE GOD IN JUST SOME PHYSICAL, NATURAL WAY. PEOPLE ARE ALWAYS LOOKING FOR A NEW TOUCH FROM THE LORD. OH, GOD, JUST TOUCH ME. OH, GOD, POUR OUT YOUR SPIRIT. AND THEY'RE LOOKING FOR SOME PHYSICAL CONTACT WITH THE LORD. NOW, THOSE THINGS DO HAPPEN, AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU REJECT IT IF IT HAPPENS, BUT I'M SAYING THAT KNOWING GOD BY THE SPIRIT IS INFINITELY GREATER THAN KNOWING HIM IN JUST SOME PHYSICAL, NATURAL WAY. YOU KNOW, in, in THE 13TH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF JOHN, I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE TIME TO READ ALL OF THOSE VERSES, BUT YOU CAN TURN OVER THERE AND READ THIS ON YOUR OWN. BUT IN THE 13TH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF JOHN, THIS IS RIGHT BEFORE THE CRUCIFIXION OF JESUS, AND THE DISCIPLES WERE HAVING THE LAST SUPPER, AND IT SAYS THAT THE APOSTLE JOHN... IT DOESN'T MENTION HIM BY NAME. JOHN IS THE ONE THAT WROTE JOHN, AND HE ALWAYS CALLED HIMSELF THE BELOVED DISCIPLE OR THE ONE WHOM JESUS LOVED, BUT YOU CAN TELL it, IT WAS JOHN. SO JOHN WAS LAYING ON JESUS' BOSOM. YOU KNOW, THEY DIDN'T SIT AT TABLES AND HAVE CHAIRS THE WAY WE DO. THEY HAD REAL LOW TABLES THAT THEY WOULD PUT THEIR FOOD ON, AND THEN THEY'D HAVE PILLOWS THAT THEY'D RECLINE ON. AND SO THEY WERE ALL KIND OF RECLINING as they were eating, and John had his head over on Jesus' chest. There was nothing wrong with that. It wasn't, you know, in, in improper or anything. It was just showed the love and the and the fellowship that they had one for another. And so here was John in this intimate position, just, you know, enjoying the presence of Jesus. And there was nothing wrong with that. But did you know that in the first chapter of the book of Revelation, when, G, WHEN JOHN SAW JESUS IN HIS GLORY, IT SAYS THAT HIS EYES WERE LIKE FLAMES OF FIRE. HIS HEAD, HIS HAIR WAS AS white AS SNOW. HIS FEET WERE LIKE POLISHED BRASS THAT BURNED IN A FURNACE. IN OTHER WORDS, THEY WERE GLOWING LIKE METAL THAT'S HEATED UP. AND HIS VOICE WAS LIKE THE VOICE OF MANY WATERS. YOU CAN READ THAT IN REVELATION CHAPTER 1. WHEN JOHN SAW JESUS THAT WAY, HE FELL AT HIS FEET. AS IF HE WAS DEAD AND HAD TO BE STRENGTHENED. DID YOU KNOW THAT JESUS WAS EXACTLY THE SAME IN REVELATION CHAPTER 1 AS HE WAS IN JOHN CHAPTER 13? JESUS WASN'T ANY DIFFERENT, BUT THE WAY THEY PERCEIVED HIM WAS DIFFERENT BECAUSE HE DIDN'T HAVE THAT PHYSICAL BODY ACTING LIKE A VEIL THAT BLOCKED WHO HE REALLY WAS. WHEN, Je- when JOHN PUT HIS HEAD ON JESUS' CHEST, JESUS WAS STILL THIS GLORIFIED Awesome God, but he just couldn't see it. And that flesh acted as a veil. Did you know that now we don't have that flesh that veils this? Through the Spirit, we can read in the book of Revelation and see who Jesus really was. And man, I'm out of time again. I'm saying some awesome things. Again, this little booklet pamphlet that we've put together. Only 28 pages. It goes into all of this detail. It's our gift to you. I encourage you to get it. And also, please listen in tomorrow and the rest of this teaching because I've got a lot of really powerful things to say. Listen to our announcer and then please call or write today.
0: Andrew's brand new teaching, Are You Satisfied With Jesus?, is available as a booklet. And today, Andrew would like to offer it as his free gift to you. Go to awmi.net to receive your free copy and to order additional copies to share with friends and family for only $1 each. This new series is also available in a two-part CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching.
1: If you haven't yet partnered with us, I'd like to encourage you to pray about it. And then if the Lord says so, join with us, because we are taking the gospel not only through television, but we have 8,000 students going through Karis Bible College with over 8,000 graduates. We're pumping out over 200,000 free hours of material on our website and we're just reaching all around the world. We couldn't do it without partners. So join with us and become a partner with us today. You can become a Grace Partner
0: or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.
1: I'd like to invite you to join me on September the 28th through October the 2nd in Woodbridge, Virginia, And I'm gonna be there with Randy Clark for the Voice of the Apostles event. This will be my first time to be a part of it. We had Randy at our facility here in Woodland Park. And I tell you, God touched a lot of people's lives through him. I'm excited to be a part of their event. I encourage you to come and join us and get ready to be blessed. Keras Hybrid is a unique blend of independent study and face-to-face time with instructors and with other students who are determined to go deeper with God. You'll study courses at home, but then join your fellow classmates in person.
0: I love the new hybrid program. I think it's excellent because as a full-time working person, it just makes my schedule more available. Keris offers weeknight and Saturday classes to accommodate your work schedule. Most people have to work every day all day long, and this would definitely make it a lot easier for them to be able to come up here.
1: It's nice to come home and change into my pajamas and crawl in bed and <laughs> watch my videos, you know.
0: I highly recommend the hybrid program. I think it's, it's fantastic and it'll accommodate many, many schedules.
1: Keras Hybrid adapts to your busy lifestyle and allows you to experience the best of both Keras online and on campus. Learn more at karisbiblecollege.org forward slash hybrid.
0: Bring Caris with
1: you wherever you go with our new Caris app. Download your app today. Hello, I'm here with Richard Harris, who is the chief counsel for our Truth and Liberty. This is a 501c4, a political arm. OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRY WHERE WE'RE GETTING INVOLVED AND CHANGING OUR CULTURE. AND WE JUST WANTED TO TAKE THIS OPPORTUNITY TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET OUT AND VOTE. IT'S NOT JUST A PRIVILEGE, IT'S A RESPONSIBILITY. And our Truth and Liberty website has a lot of information there that could really help them. Amen. So go to our website, truthandliberty.net, and under the Resources tab, you'll find Voting Resources. And there you can register to vote, find voter guides. You can find out who your representatives are and lots of other helpful information. And how they voted and stuff so you don't have to listen to their rhetoric. You can judge them based on what they've done. That's right. But most importantly of all, take your responsibility to get out and vote. In the primaries, in the general election, So check it out, truthandliberty.net, and get out and vote.